I made a decision to stop fucking hating myself and hating my life. Yeah. And, and I know that that takes a lot of work. Yeah. So we are not saying, oh, let's just... Getting out of depression is as easy as a decision. <laughs> but also there is an element yeah. of understanding and holding yourself accountable to how much power you do have mm -hmm. over your healing. What'd you do? I bumped. We're good. Everything's okay. Oh, Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool when you're, cool you're part of a team. <laughs> Fuck. We'll edit that out later. This is a musical now. <laughs> Just so you know, we're, we're doing musical podcasts now. Oh, yeah. God, I'm not a singer. Oh, man, me neither. So, <laughs> No Topic is Safe podcast, episode two. So two. We're going to start talking a little bit about... How many times we have fucked <sighs> up. We've tried podcasting, like we said in the last episode, about 10,489 times. 49.50. <laughs> Basically, it was one reason or another where we didn't complete it or we didn't continue it or didn't post it because one reason or another, right? So Life's been a little chaotic, man. Life's chaotic. Uh, it's not for a lack of will or trying. It really has fucking been yeah, so crazy. We're a military couple. God damn. Uh, military, civilian. So she knows the woes that is the military lifestyle. And with all the moves and PCSs and TDYs and deployments and random shit that we have to do and take care of while being in the military. Um, yeah, coaster. <laughs> uh, we run into issues where like we start projects and we can't keep going with them. So sorry. <laughs> she's fucking... Sorry, I'm trying to master the angles here, man. <laughs> We're learning. Um, this is my mug. But yeah, so I wanted to start asking some questions about like, we have this goal and we've had this goal for a long time and we've wanted to do podcasts and get out the knowledge and wisdom and things that we've learned along the way to other people. So uh, I just wanted to start by asking like, what have you seen from us that is starting to make us more successful in accomplishing those goals that we've been so desperately trying to accomplish for so long. Like, well, number one, you're not in Korea right now. That's true. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> we are not three thousand miles apart. It does help. It helps a lot. It's probably a lot more than three thousand miles. But it's like halfway around the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this time we're moving forward at a much better rate and we're actually making big steps and big gains and starting to see success from the yeah, effort that we're yeah. finally, you know, we're finally seeing success for all the fucking effort. <laughs> There's a lot of effort that's been going into a lot of different things that we've been doing and now yeah. like progress is happening. So can you see, I mean, you're a lot more objective reality seeing exactly what's happening and able to analyze it a little bit better than i am so like what do you see as kind of some of the key contributing factors to why we've started to really make those steps that are getting gains and getting progress in the right direction yeah number one is you're finally on board <laughs> i am not even joking yeah i am not even fucking kidding when yeah. two people come together and are on the same page and you both have the same goal you both have the same vision 
You are magnetic as fuck. Your law of attraction is doubled, if not more, I think more. Yeah. Um, you know, you have been very resistant to yeah. striking it out on your own yeah. and, and doing this with me. And um, it's been very frustrating to the point where we almost got divorced over mm -hmm. it because I was like, hey, like we need to like create a future for ourselves. This, all of this stuff that we're doing, it's future proof. It is not going to be reliant on a government or an economy, anything that's outside of our, of our control. Mm -hmm. So my goal has always been independence to really build up some brands that number one, reflect our values, make the world a better place, but also that are future proof that also have the flexibility to adapt with the times, to adapt with the economy, um, as well as help, you know, the ascension into the new earth, which is a whole nother fucking topic. But that's always been my purpose. My life's purpose mm -hmm. is to really help wake people up, to help people achieve their dreams. For some reason, I've always been very gifted with supporting people and helping other people realize their potential. That's why I'm a coach, you know, um, mm -hmm. why I'm a good coach, if I do say so myself. Um, why my clients get such profound life-changing results is because I'm so good at helping people realize that potential. And unfortunately, for the first, you know, eight years of our marriage, uh, you know, you've been very distracted and very hesitant and very fearful yeah. of joining me on this campaign, even though when we met, you had said you were all on board. So the biggest thing for me mm -hmm. that I've seen is having my husband by my side, wanting mm -hmm. to champion this cause, wanting to take on this leadership position uh, with me and become the king of our little, of our little empire, our yeah. little small giant that I want to make. So that's helped a lot. That's that's my answer. Um, how about, you know, I flip that back on you and say, what do you think changed in you to make you finally have the balls to do this with me? Because entrepreneurship is fucking hard as hell. <laughs> that's fucking scary, dude. I've been an entrepreneur, you know, for mm -hmm. for way longer than you. I, yeah. you know, I always kind of knew that I wasn't ever going to fit into the mold. Um, so that's always been my passion is, is having my own businesses. But um having you finally on board to help me is fucking priceless. And I'm so yeah. grateful and I'm so lucky that Sorry, you're here. Sorry it took so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, you know, you had yeah. your own journey and you had a lot of healing to do and you had yeah. to overcome a lot of demons. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the beautiful fruits of entrepreneurship is a spiritual game. And your business can only be as successful as you are healed, I think. Mm -hmm. And so um, you know, you've done more work in that capacity to, to join me. So really the question is what changed for you? Ooh. So I don't think it's like any one thing was like a trigger. It seems like there was like a culmination of like years of beating my head against the wall, like knowing that I wasn't happy with what I was doing in the military. Um, I've always kind of like, not always, but probably about three years after we got married, I started like really questioning if the military was the right place for me. Um, so there's that. And then the self work that is, I've been starting to take more seriously because I've always heard from you and, you know, you taught me from day one that you taking care of yourself is the best thing that you're going to be able to do to, you know, further your life, further your future, further your family. And I think something that really kind of clicked over the last, I don't know, probably Couple months. eight months that we've been apart and I've been in Korea is that I've really started leaning into heathenism and 
the belief system in the old ways. And it like it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it right now and like the the spiritual kind of awakening that I think that I've had with it and understanding that the military is not for me anymore. That's for sure. Like that's a whole nother story. But that a man, a masculine man, somebody who has a family to think about and another person that they're connected to needs to have ambition, needs to strive for something more. And I think that just kind of helped like push me over the edge to kind of come up alongside you with this entrepreneurship game because I didn't believe it before. I was too scared. I was too small. I just, I wasn't equipped. Like she was, like you said before, I had too many demons, like, and I just didn't do the work to heal those demons yet. And I think now that with your help and the help of heathenism, I've started like kind of turning over the bush or the tree, however you want to call it. There's been a lot of changes that have happened. And now I'm, I'm on board, like I'm fully on board and I want to make it happen. And a lot of the fear that I had before just seemed like it's like washed away now it's gone. Like, I'm not questioning it. I'm not worried about it. I'm not scared of it. Like, but how did you get there? I think we need to start like, yeah. there, I know there's a lot of things, we're getting <laughs> a lot of episodes out of that, yeah. but like something that, I mean, I know that finally clicked for you was one of my teachings, which is like, it's a fucking decision. Mm. And yeah, also that's... like the idea that, um, you know, this dream isn't so big. It doesn't matter if you fail. <laughs> It doesn't matter um, if other people like it or don't. It doesn't yeah. matter if your parents get it or not. I want to live my life from a place of childlike wonder, from a place of curiosity, from a place of what happens if we do this? Like, let's just see what happens if yeah. we do this business. There's nothing to lose. You know, we are financially stable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we can afford to take some fucking risks, you know, thanks to you, you know, for for you know, being so, so such a good provider, but like, I think that kind of helped you make that decision and make that switch was mm -hmm. like, why not? And, and really feeling that and letting that in because we can all go, Oh, people are going to be mean to me. And then it's like, that's not really great of an excuse. Or it's like, it's like, Oh, we won't make money for the first year. And it's like, okay, but you have a solid job and I can always make money too. Yeah. So it's just kind of like this this switch of why wouldn't I, if I only get one life, which is all that we're aware of that we get for sure, you know, but if we only live once, why the fuck not try? And you finally got yeah, that. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like, we had a conversation a while back about this very concept. And when I was younger, like, 18, 19, when I first like started living on my own, just joined the military, I was doing everything that I wanted to do because I wanted to see if I could do it. I was doing stupid shit, mm -hmm. like ran a marathon after two training sessions. I ran like one nine miler, one 14 miler, and then ran a marathon in toe shoes because yep. somebody said I couldn't. <laughs> so I did it and I was a fucking bloody mess after it, but I did it. And I want, cause I wanted to see if I could. And that was the reason, the only solid reason why, cause I wanted to see if I could. And I had lost that over the years. 
You don't get, what is that saying? You don't get, um, you don't get old because you stop playing or you, you, you don't, don't stop, stop playing, playing because, because you get old. old. You get old because you stop playing. Yeah. And that was something where I'm like, mm -hmm. why can't we turn this project into a fucking fun game? Like, why isn't business fun? <laughs> I, I hate this fucking concept of like, like it's all ego, by the way, mm -hmm. this whole narrative of like, you gotta grind, it's gonna be hard and be shitty, otherwise you're worthless. And it's like, number one, that's just making you feel better about yourself mm -hmm. because you wanna prove that you're top. It's a very masculine approach. But also like, why can't we just, enjoy our time why can't we make this business on our own timeline why do we have to abide by these rules of that we're, we're already too late so we have to hurry and it has to be painful and our health has to go away and it's like yeah it's fucking hard work but also it doesn't need to be torture you know and, and what i love what you just said which was like when you were younger you used to do shit to do shit. You used to yeah. do shit to see what it was like, mm -hmm. to explore what it was like, to figure out who you were, what you were made of, what things were like. You know, oh, there's that quote in the Bible, dude, that's that's like, until you become like children, you won't see the kingdom of God. Mm. Well, yeah, something about childlike wonder. And, yeah. That makes sense, though. Like, okay, let's really think. I want to. I want you to get it because you're gonna. It's gonna click for a minute. <laughs> okay, so I personally believe that like we are and have always been in paradise. It is simply a matter of being able to elevate your mind, elevate your body, elevate your soul to a place where you can actually perceive that. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like a matrix. Once you realize that the matrix isn't a prison, once you realize the matrix is your playground and you have total fucking control, yeah. you have way more control than you think you do. Some rules can be bent. Others can be broken. I truly fucking believe that shit. And it's like, I, I just think that that's what that phrase means. Yeah. It's like, until you return back to this childlike wonder, until you return back to seeing the world through this lens of curiosity and awesomeness and what does this do? What does that do? That's a cool animal. <laughs> it looks like fun to jump into a river. Um, you're always going to be in your own personal hell it's a fucking decision and i was just gonna say that's that's i think another big thing that kind of happened was that i feel like i finally got to a place where i was able to make that decision and it's like i made the decision to not be in hell in hell <laughs> to be depressed to be small to fucking hate my life it's like i made a decision to stop fucking hating myself and hating my life yeah and, and I know that that takes a lot of work. Yeah. So we are not saying, oh, it's just getting out of depression is as easy as a decision. <laughs> but also there is an element yeah. of understanding and holding yourself accountable to how much power you do have mm -hmm. over your healing. Right? Yeah. You've given me and so many other people that you've worked with like these tools to really start looking at the world objectively. And I think that's kind of one of those things like, teaching how to feel your emotions, how to put words to emotions, how to look at things objectively in reality, because a lot of times we get so fucking caught up in the feelings of things and it's not serving us. Like I let my feelings about things stop me more than anything else ever has. And I'm also just going to interject um, because I disagree with this narrative that's out right now about okay. feelings. Mm -hmm. Feelings are fucking good, you guys. <laughs> they are not something to deny, suppress, and disown. 
Uh, so, so I think you have to tread lightly with how you're speaking right now because people seem to be very confused about how to process and use emotions. And a lot of people right now are treating emotions like this fucking burden that's holding you back and prevents you from your goals. When really emotions are, are just red flags that tell you where you need to heal, where you just need to do a little bit more work. Mm-hmm. It is not something to avoid. It is not something to shy away from. Yeah. I actually believe that if you follow your feelings and you understand how to follow your feelings, you'll end up in paradise a lot faster than if you just go, those are just feelings. Mm. Just saying. That's going to be, I think, a whole nother episode. a whole episode. nother fucking episode. Like the whole feelings and getting out of them and feeling them. Like, oh man. Because you're talking about an objective reality and I'm like, number one, there's no such thing. Yeah. What I really like to do is make my subjective reality one that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rather than just calling can, okay, it a check. Okay, well, can you explain that a little bit more? Because I, like, I'm I'm struggling to understand the whole idea of like I'm going to make my subjective reality fucking awesome. Like, no, it's just like what I said, right? So if we ha- if we're in like, um, if you think about it, like we're in the Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. You can choose to see the world as a dangerous, scary place, or you can choose to see the positive in the world. That's your power. So they're yeah. both subjective. Yeah, that just kind of clicked, I think. Because this is one of those situations where, like, I'm I'm not trying to call out anybody in particular, but, like, there's a lot of people out there that live a life of fear, that that carry guns and have stockpiled foods and have, you know, security systems, and they have all these different, like, booby traps in their house to try to, like, think that mitigate they, danger to mitigate danger and protect themselves and like they're spending like their life savings on trying to prevent bad things from happening and being ever vigilant and keeping a watchful eye on everybody and everything around them and it's like at that point what what is worth protecting yeah it's making their life so small that they it's not worth protecting yeah they're not actually living anymore they're just kind of wrapping themselves up in a little cocoon which we're not saying by the way i think that it's totally valid to have yeah. a secure home yeah. and you know but but there is a difference in the energy and the motivation for right. it right so there's people who need feel the need to carry a gun because they think that at any minute you know a shooter is going to appear or whatever and it's like absolutely i would rather be with someone who's prepared for that mm-hmm. situation yeah. Um, but there's a difference between living in fear and just knowing that you're worth protecting. Yeah. Totally different vibe. Same, same look, yeah. same outcome, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, you and me, like, we know how to defend ourselves. Yeah. You're, you're a gun guy. I'm not. Um, I, yeah, I like blades. A I'm a knife person. But, um, you know, like taking self-defense classes, yeah. you you do jujitsu, obviously. Um, so it's, it's not a matter that we're saying don't be someone who knows how to defend yourself, you're absolutely worth defending. But I think that some people take it too far and they're not recognizing all the good that's in, in the world. The vibe that, like you said, the vibe attached to it, the, the energy, the feeling behind the actions that you're doing make the biggest difference between it being something that's unhealthy and something that's, you know, a positive in your life. Absolutely. Well, it's like what I'm always saying is it's not what you're doing. It's how you're doing it. That makes all the difference. Yeah. Right. In training and self-work. 
and how you hold yourself and how you carry yourself through the day. Like all the things. It's not what you're doing, it's how you're doing it. That's a good good point. Yeah, you know? So um I'm just really proud of you for doing all the work that you've done and for joining me on this journey. I think it's fucking kick ass. Uh you know, and you've been largely responsible for guiding me through it. So I'm thank a you. But again, you know, you can lead the horse to water. You yeah. can't make him drink. You had to drink. Yeah. So don't discredit yourself either for the amount of work that you've done. Yeah. Um, but like I said in our last episode, I will brag a little bit and say that I fucking helped him <laughs> a lot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's what that's what's changed for, for both of us, I right. think, is that number one, you've joined me on this journey to attack this shit. Mm-hmm. And you had a... a big spiritual awakening that catalyzed you to lean into your masculine yeah. masculinity to to start being less afraid mm-hmm. and to to tackle this shit with me and like you said i think that whole concept of entrepreneurship is a spiritual journey oh. like just understand for anybody listening understand that entrepreneurship is truly a spiritual journey and you will grow so much as a human being if you take that leap like it you have to uncover so many things and heal so many things and learn so many things and learn so many things like it's it's so good in so many different ways and like i'm i'm so happy we're on this path and doing this together now like it's if you're a spiritual if you're a spiritual person and you're you believe in expansion and personal growth Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship is definitely a huge catalyst for being able to do that at an accelerated rate. 100%. I'd say, right? Dig it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that that kinda, went weird. That went in a weird direction. It did. That was a little tangenty, but it's a little tangenty, but I think it was good shit. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think there's some takeaways there. All right. Cool. What was right. the original question? <laughs> How to be better? At no, it was. Things. It was. It was what what changed to make us yeah not quit and keep going or something. I think the original direction was I wanted to like give and help people have actionable steps for like overcoming hurdles and obstacles to reaching their goals. But I think that oh kinda, shit, that's a good that, one. That kind of ultimately it's it's in the same ballpark. We're we're kind of yeah. there. Spiritual things. And we'll we'll heal. we'll cover that in the next one. There we go. Yeah. Heal yourself, people. That's going to be the best thing for your success. Thanks for watching or listening. Listening. Depending on what platform you're on. See you next time. Bye.